Welcome to Bonehead. Yeah. This week's episode is kind of special. Stop, cut, fuck it. <laughs> don't, don't cut it. <laughs> I wasn't getting my ass up. <laughs> I didn't have a clue. Anyway. I just didn't like your toe in my butt. <laughs> Toe's not in your butt. My what toe's out. Where the fuck is your oh, toe? Oh, that's my wallet. Oh, it's all the way over here. That's my wallet. Does your ass go to your knees? Yes, it does. Well, you need to have rhinoplasty. <laughs> is that what that's called? No. Rhinoplasty is the nose. The only reason you know that is because of Roxanne. No, actually, Jennifer Aniston. What about her? She has a nose job. So? Just saying. What's, how how did you... Jennifer Aniston taught you the word rhinoplasty? Yeah, I think. Welcome to Bonehead. I don't know. So or I on, could have said Escape from L.A. On Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> yeah, the good Surgeon one. General of Beverly Hills. That's Bruce Campbell. Than, that's better than Jennifer Aniston, <laughs> pre-Leprechaun. It is better than <laughs> Jennifer Aniston, pre-Leprechaun. So we have a special guest stars this week. It's Jared and Jamie Greer. You may know them from... Lexington Comic Con. I was hoping you would say yeah, something. I was going to say the reptilian shows. You may know them from reptile shows. We don't reptilian yet. Reptilian. <laughs> they hold the secret cabal. Interdimensional beings. <laughs> God, this opening's not going anywhere. No, well, it's okay. It's about as good as they ever do. So anyway, Jared and Jamie own Lexington Comic Con, and they got their start doing uh, freak shows on the side, actually. They traveled around with Barnum and Bailey in 1922. That's not true. Wouldn't it be cool if it was? Maybe, or that that would mean we're kind of worried that we're dealing with Highlander. We're spending the next five episodes doing a deep dive on Lexington Comic Con. <laughs> the true conspiracy. The true conspiracy. We know Jared's behind it all. Anyway, Jared and Jamie were nice enough not only to come on the show and actually give us a really good interview. It's yes. one of our better interviews in a while. We, we, we enjoyed it quite a bit. All of our interviews are great. Somewhere Laura Hightower where Wells is going, oh. Oh, yeah, that's true. All of our interviews are great, though. But not only did they give us a great interview, what else did they give us, Chad? That's right, herpes. <laughs> what else did they give us, Chad, other than a great interview and herpes? Are we talking about the thing at the end? What thing at the end? No, Chad. They gave us a 7 p.m. show of the spots. <laughs> During Comic-Con, yep. Bonehead is going to have a live taping. So Chad and I argued before this about what constitutes the definition of live. And uh, being there doing a show in front of people is uh, live. To tape. But technically there's no more tape. But people still say tape. It's a recording of a live show. But have you ever noticed that people still say tape? Yes. Why? I don't know. But you don't hear it recorded live in front of a studio audience anymore. That's true. Why not? I don't know. Now, Which is what we will be doing, now, recording live in front of a studio audience. We're bringing it back after Nail Carter killed it. This opening is going on way too long. It probably is. So please, they, a great interview. We learn about the history of Lexington Comic Con, the history of the Greers, and they were kind enough to put up with our antics. Yes. And give us the business back. And then turn the interview... They pulled a Laura Hightower Wells and turned the interview on us. Yep. That's, right? It, well, that's it's called a conversation. Oh, I've never had one of those. <laughs> no. I just berate. Yeah, you've been my friend for too long. We don't have those. <laughs> don't have them. <laughs> Tune into Bonehead. Well, actually, they're already tuned into Bonehead. Here's the episode. Listen and watch. Watch and or listen. Yeah, or, yeah, one or the other. Yeah. Either way, I'm good. Woohoo! 
It's a battery <laughs> full. <laughs> Do we put a full battery in it? I hope to God we did. If not, what? Well, I can see the red over here. <laughs> All right, welcome to Bonehead. Can you see the red over here? Because you're making so goddamn angry. <laughs> this is Bonehead. <laughs> <Pretty good. laughs> There's not going to be any change in the conversation. <laughs> okay, just that. It is my absolute pleasure to welcome, in a pair of shorts and no socks, I don't, this is what I usually wear, Chad and I to have Jared and Jamie Greer, the owners of Lexington Comic Con. You made that sound a lot more important. You are important. So, what audience don't. You gotta do this before. Meow, meow, meow. You're welcome. Bald son of a bitch. Anyway, moving right along. What? No. <laughs> Sorry, it's over. You can afford it. <laughs> Back to what I was going to say is, is I've wanted you on the show for a Bell-tone while. Belltone has had a lot of technological <laughs> advances in the end. I actually thought you'd tell me no. I wanted both of you because I wanted the perspective of a husband and wife team who are obviously been very successful in being independent business folks, which I also admire. And I, I admire. Are your, are your lips hurting? Yeah, because I'm kissing his ass. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I actually mean it. Did but you I, shave for this? <laughs> I've been every time I do one of these. Whoever's introducing me makes me feel much more important. I leave with a fucking inflated ego. Over. How many of these are you uh, doing? Uh, I, I haven't I've done many seen this you year. Any. Oh, I, haven't done, first I haven't done many this year. Are you doing them back? Don't really do them on camera very often. Do you do a lot of podcasts? We have one tomorrow. I haven't done a lot of podcasts, but. We used to record with the group here in Lexington, Boku Pop. Uh, they've not been around for a couple of years. And then uh, some of my art friends have a few podcasts here and there. That so you do those? With. I have from time to time. Okay. So anyway, we wanted to get you on the show. I've been moderating for you. This will be four years. Mm-hmm. And this conversation that we had before, I want the audience to know that the conversation that we had before we started recording was the longest conversation that you and I have ever had. <laughs> and it wasn't that long. And it wasn't that long. And I told you exactly what I'd said about you behind your back when people asked me. So the other it. big question I get, because for the audience doesn't know, the one question is, oh, what's Jared Why are like? you a prick? Why are you whatever? Do you answer? <laughs> Not you, him. Not you, him. <laughs> <The> genetics. <laughs> genetics. Either way, genetics. Uh, that, and the other one is, and I hadn't said this to you, is which who you really need to get, Joe. And I always say, you realize I have no control over who they book. Sure you do. Don't tell them that, man. It, it comes up more completely your decision. It, swear to God, I mean, it comes up more than you think it does. You think you're being a smart ass right this shit off me. <laughs> It happens to Scarefest, too. They'll ask me. So Brandon and Nicole. booking director. Brandon and Nicole own Scarefest, and which is yeah. another great show. And they... Also, do not give me any control over who they're going to book. I can't believe you're pawning this off on me, really. Uh, but who do they tell you? You know what? You really need. You to book? two are a better are, are better guests than I thought you were going. To be. <laughs> <laughs> who, who do they tell you you really need to book? Hey, you tell everybody good, we want to book. What you need? John Aston, uh, John Carpenter, John Aston, <laughs> Sam Raimi. Uh, can you get Hitchcock? Maurice Lamar, Rob Paulson. I am serious about John Aston, who played Gomez and who's in his 90s and used to do a one-man show, and I can't believe that nobody else will did get you, him. Did you email me about him? Somebody did. Nah, I bet it was James Thomas. It was our other person. Okay, somebody has emailed me about John Aston in the past. John Landis. John Landis would be cool. We, we <laughs> Because we're film geeks, we'll ask for a lot, I'll ask for a lot mm-hmm. of directors and writers, and that's not who brings people to a show. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Zach from... Saved by the Bell brings him to the show. Oh, nice. Hey, he's also in the passage. 
Great show if you haven't watched it. Yet. I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched um, it, and I'm doing this panel, so I'm, I, I have lots of shit for them. As somebody who is into film, that is one of the best TV series I've ever seen because it's actually an original idea, in my opinion. Okay, and it's on Fox, right? Uh, yeah, it's yes. on Fox. It's on, Fox. <laughs> it's on when, it's, when you it's came on in, did you see the small person that you like to play with and tickle? Which that sounds weird. Yeah. We call him Uncle Arthur. <laughs> I, like to, on, I am six three. I hunch over. <laughs> Somebody introduced that little bastard to Thomas the Tank Engine, no. and at that point, anyway, your yeah. TV life is over. My TV um, life is over. No, but but yeah, the passage is awesome. Here's how nerdy we are because we were talking about this before you all showed up. And I said, oh my God, Joe, he's in an episode of the 1986 revert, uh, reboot of Twilight Zone. Can we talk about that? I think I want to do that this year with everybody. And I already know what I'm going to do for Ron Perlman, but I'll tell you after the camera. Straight up throwing them, throwing them under the bus and saying, tell me about this shitty film you did when you were 14. <laughs> no, no. But I love pulling up the scare. So I was going to talk to Tom Kenny about Shakes the Clown. Yeah. I have never Watch met, it. I have never, I have never met a star that did not enjoy them pulling something obscure out. You would not, you do not walk up to Mark Hamill and say, tell me about Star Wars. Yeah. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. Corvette Summer. I bet he doesn't get a lot of questions about Probably that. Not, it's yeah. going to stick in his head. That's the one thing I learned. When I did Romero a few years ago, I didn't ask him one damn zombie question. I promised him I wouldn't. I said, the audience will do that. Yeah. And then I got a story out of him about him working with Scorsese for Disney in the early 80s that never even came out. And by the way, My you favorite. don't get hair support, I'll do that panel and I'll talk for an hour about Firewall. Shut up. That's <laughs> my, my favorite Val Kilmer movie is Top Secret. Yeah. Oh, God. Fun yes. fact. Because right over here is Airplane, and it's from the Zucker Abrams Jared Zucker. loves the cheesy yeah. 80s and 90s. And it's going to be a, it's that kind of, genre of There's movie. an argument between Top Secret and Real Genius. It's his favorite. Those, that's a hard argument. Lots of, people, lots of people take the Real Genius route. Not me. I love Top Secret. Can I ask why Val Kilmer is not doing a panel? Because I was excited about doing Val Kilmer's panel. Are you going to not talk about it? Well, no. I We asked them if, if he would do a panel, and they said that he would prefer not to. I I assume it's it, he yeah, doesn't, yeah, 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 he yeah, doesn't yeah. speak loudly yeah. at this yeah. point. So Because yeah. the Chuck Norris thing last year was, yeah. I figured that out Yeah. when, when, it, when it happened. So, yeah. yeah. I understand. So, going back, I know we've got a heart out in a few minutes. Uh, what I want to ask you about is how did you get started? Both of you. Now, what was your interest? How did you all meet, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> uh, he was She'll the best man at my cousin's wedding. He was the best man at her wedding. That's what I was going <laughs> to <Yeah. laughs> Yeah, her third uh, wedding. Not quite that exciting. Hey, I swear to God, um, this is my actual dad quote. Son, he said this in front of my wife, you won't get it right to the third time. Everybody <laughs> well, fun fact, that couple is now divorced. Yeah. yeah, and my family says it's the best thing that ever came out of that marriage. It's <laughs> me and Jared. That's awesome. So you met at a wedding. Yeah, yeah, in '99. So you're geeky. I'm assuming you were about comics and stuff growing up, or yeah, what? Yeah, I was. I was about collecting anything growing up. Uh, comic books, baseball cards, uh, you name it, toys. Uh, if I'm just a, a, a collector of, of damn near anything. Yeah, damn near. I mean, anything. It's just a hoarder, I guess is yeah, the better I'm word. There too. But but. I have a strange sickness where I just want to get stuff. I don't care about keeping it. I want to find it, own it, and then I don't give a shit about it. Literally, on the way home from finding cool things, lots of times I'll forget they're in the car and not even unload them. Oh. I, I like the high of finding something in somebody's attic or finding something at a yard yeah. sale or finding something. 
and then I'm over it, which is why I'm so good at owning a comic shop. That's what I was about I, to say. I, yeah. I love to find stuff, and then I just take it to the store, and they sell it. Yeah. What about you? Were you geeky or nerdy about anything growing up? Or are you just no, geeky no. and nerdy about that guy? <laughs> that. Oh, God. <laughs> See, I'm the exact opposite. I um, was athlete, believe it or not. Yeah, and I can believe athlete it. Yeah, and yeah. smarty a little bit. Um. And... Uh, and then maybe a touch of party girl towards the end before I met Jared. <laughs> so. Hey. <laughs> yeah. um, way to go. But yeah, I didn't really have any. So Chad and I are not that way. Yeah, uh, like. like yeah, I look around, I notice all kinds of stuff. <laughs> this is why I can't, because yeah. I'm a comic book nerd and I can't own a comic book store because I I like collecting production sales from animation shows. Yeah. It's, I love cartoons. Oh, I, I got, we just bought a shitload of those, too. Oh, really? We need to talk about We need to and, talk. And you have tried to sell me. I, but <laughs> see, it's built in, dude. But here's, <laughs> built in. I, and here's my stride. I, I was looking for production sales, and I managed to stumble upon a Sergeant Kabuki Man NYPD animation production sale, which there's not an actual cartoon. Tromaville did a 10-minute promo reel trying to get this cartoon on the air, and they couldn't. And I managed to stumble upon this animation cell from this 10-minute promo. And it is like a shrine into my little So much room. so that this is the uh, second time it's been brought yeah, up in the last three I, episodes. You have no idea how excited I am so excited about it. And it's, it's right above that is my uh, family dog at a production cell. <laughs> I, I thought you meant you had your family dog no, no, stuck. No, no, and he was no, on the no, shelf. No, 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 no. Tim Burton's production. No. So, how, so you guys met that way. You're always into collecting. When did you open up your first comic book shop and what led to that? Because that um, takes balls. Actually, that is not where the gold is laying. The convention spun into the store. Uh, really? We actually did a comic book show years before we did I, actually Lexington. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go back to that. Tell that story. Ancient history. While I was doing the reptile show. Um, I was bit by a copperhead, but keep going. That too. <laughs> I, I, I think I knew that story. I think I, think I might have told you, you about it. Told me I might have. He tells everybody this story. Um, yeah, well, when, a, when an MFR comes up to you, he goes, I used to own let's that tall show. Hold on. Let's get the birthday hats off for this pity party. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, I was running the reptile show, and uh, it was in Moorhead, Kentucky. You yeah, guys I'm are familiar, familiar with, with Moorhead. Yeah, we were the first event ever held at Moorhead's brand new convention center, the Moorhead, <laughs> Con- Moorhead no Conference Park. Center. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> precisely. Uh, we were we were like the first public event there, and, and the city fucking hated it anyway. Right. They said, "Oh, yeah, we built a seven million dollar." Convention center, and you have a reptile show. And they, and they had been uh, collecting taxes on that for years. Yes. Keep going. That was all of the things so, I remember when I lived there. Somewhere along the way, we're, we're talking, this is how this happens. We're talking with the, the convention center there, and I said, we, we could do something else here. And again, I was a collector, so I said, I know some guys that are in sports cards, and maybe we could have a sports card and comic and toy show all wrapped in one. Right. But I was afraid of the idea. So I did it the same day as a reptile show. And we had the reptile show in one room and the sports card comic show in the room right next door. We even had a section of the wall out where you could go between. <laughs> I, just, I just have a picture and I know I know snakes don't have hands. It was funny as But shit, it's a really. snake looking at like our vintage rainbow card yeah. adjusted his glasses yeah. with the tongue doing this. Yeah, Sorry. It's Mr. Peanut of the fucking snake. So anyway, we did that a couple times and then a, a friend of mine wanted to buy that show off of me and it was worthless. But he said, I'll take over that. That comic show. Okay, whatever. So he took it over and he did it a few times, quit. Well, how successful was it? Was it more successful than the reptile? About the same. Okay. I mean, the reptile show, any given month, was a 
three to five hundred attendees through the door, and that's all we wanted. Small. Uh, it's all we wanted. Plus, it's all a reptile show was ever going to fucking draw anyway. Because right, everybody's very niche market. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, fast forward a few years. That was why we pitched that idea to Lexington Center, partly because we had a little background in it. I was collecting comics and toys. My son at the time was five. He and I were just stoked on Transformers and Power Rangers at the time, which is why everybody complains that Lexington is a Power Ranger show. Which, because but they're always it big. Was built but that stand on accidentally, yeah. too, because I went to a yard sale and picked up what I thought were Transformers, and they turned out she to be Power Ranger Megazords. Power Rangers. So, hold on. <clears throat> what, what were you all doing for... I, I gotta ask, what were you doing for a living? Was it just a reptile show? No. No, I... My dad had a uh, welding fabrication company, company. Yeah. Uh, and I, at that time, I guess I was working on the floor, but then eventually dad retired and I took over that company, uh, which I left there officially. October year. Yeah, about a year and a half Not ago. last October. Oh, you October were still party. working yeah. there. Yeah, they about just paid me way too much money to do way too little, so I stayed there all this time. But it, it finally got to where running the convention and then having the stores and all that was just too much to, I didn't feel like I was doing my day job justice because I was going there and all day I was thinking about the convention or right, whatever. Right. So it was just a disservice to that job. So I, I left there and left some capable people there to run it. And that's, that's so, but you inherited this business from your dad? Sort of. Okay. I inherited the job, not necessarily the, the business. business. My dad, bought, my dad started it. Uh, but it was corporate backed. I mean, it was yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kind of a it was a shareholder owned place. Okay, I understand. Sort of so they're still going. Uh, without they're, him. they're still there without right. me or dad. Right. Uh, so what did you do, or what do you do? Um, I'm everything. Jared's PA. <laughs> what? Um, from the time I, I know, I'm, when... I wasn't going to say anything, <laughs> but I appreciate you doing it because I get shit for making those jokes all the time, and I've tried to be better, and you're just going to make me worse. <laughs> and if you'd have had the knob creak like I tried to with the basil hating on the way I down, I almost thought you said if you would have had the knob, I'm like Joe. <laughs> I've heard that several people have. <laughs> anyway. When... When our son was born, yeah. I was actually working at a vet's office. Okay. Um, and then when he was born, we just decided that Jared didn't want him in daycare. Um, yeah, so, yeah. Make fun of me for sending mine to daycare to let strangers raise him. <laughs> you, all are, you all are really into animals. Yeah, you probably got a better, you probably got a better, better outcome yeah. than mine. Mine's a piece of shit. Uh, <laughs> not really. Not. Does he listen or watch these things? Well, I'm gonna make it now. He? <laughs> he's 14. He's oh not God, that's not that, quite 14. That is the yeah. age for this uh, to cause a lot uh, of damage. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad you own all these there you go, buddy. Uh, comic cards. You are about to. To pay out yeah. some serious money in, uh, anyway. So, yeah, so then I, I just kind of, you know, I chased Jared around and said, what do you need, baby? She <laughs> Is that what you do, really? She, she chases much. me around and says, hey, you left um, your wallet or hey, now, here's your keys. In all honesty, when <laughs> we're not conventioning, um, you'll find me at the Ashland location in the back room scrubbing the toys clean, completing them, repackaging them, and pressing them to put She's out of our stores. Do you want so that? I, Cause you're not. I, <laughs> I have my moments. It it's really fun. Um, I find certain things that I, I really enjoy doing GI Joes because I can. I'm really good at putting those together without having to search everything up. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, That's cool. I have other things where I'm like, what? 
Yeah, it'll take me two hours to research this figure. It's like, what, you know, what the hell is this so figure? So we buy collections so some of, things of are, toys, and yeah. they they come in in dirty boxes out of oh, somebody's yeah, attic yeah. or barn. Yeah. So I take it to Jamie and, and we have another girl, Alora, that works there, and they they clean and match all the weapons up with everything, and then re repackage them. And so wow! Right. And so then they get distributed to the and free stores. Right. Yeah. And, and if you're over here, I've been to the Inner Geek over here, yeah. uh, I, and we went. Which yeah, at Christmas. That's another reason why I couldn't do that because I'm just if I would have had that in my hand, I'd be going. Because oh, I, I, I go into that store and I watch. He does the same thing when, he, when he's thinking. Jamie's of really too. good at that because she doesn't. She doesn't <laughs> care about most now, of the shit. Yeah. If it's if it's uh, if it's ET, if it's labyrinth, you're a goblin um, baby. <laughs> David Bowie codpiece. Yeah, yeah. She'll, she'll keep that stuff. Yeah, um, that kind of stuff I usually keep. Every once in a while there'll be other things like there's um there was this little pink and white dog that I had when I was little that's literally named was Poochie. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we got one of those in a collection not long ago, and I was like, oh, I don't know what happened to mine. I was taking it on my shelf. I was just gonna say I like I go into the inner geek and I, that glass case with the transformers in it, I just sit there like it's a museum and I just go, Oh no, I am terrible at transformers. <laughs> I do have a guy, we pay a guy to come in every once in a while and he'll go through my tubs and match them all up and say, These are complete. And I'll say, Cool, and then I'll clean them. <laughs> and look them up and process them. Well but the I'm thing is, is Chad and I love collecting, but we're both cheap. Uh, so we go into the inner geek. Well, I've actually I've only been there once. We went right before Christmas, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. and I was looking around and I wanted to buy things. I'm sorry that I didn't buy anything that day. <laughs> no, <laughs> okay. I, I never I, claimed to be the cheapest in town. <laughs> I never, but said I usually are the most expensive. I, I, I usually said I claim, was cheap. Yeah, <laughs> I was cheap. I usually claim to be. The only place in town you're going to find one of those. That is probably true. true. So what I'm thinking is, so now I understand why they all have those inner geek cards. You all put them together, sitting them down here, putting them yep. on the ship. That's how it works, yep. right? Yep. Now I know. In the trunk of my car right now is a bunch of vintage Star Wars that Jamie and Lauren <coughs> processed. Keep them busy. That are that are that are, that are <laughs> you going around, the haven't you? Yeah. 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 There's that, it's not all out. Yeah. It can't um, be all out. Because I sent Joe to text this morning and said, what are you out of? And he said, I need Star Wars and wrestlers. And I, they didn't have any wrestlers ready, so he's getting Star Wars. Man. So every time I come down here, I try to just say, what are you low on? You know, what do you need? Now, I'll tell you something else funny. I've always determined, because you're talking about we're really into animals. Yeah. And then cleaning stuff. I've determined that I'm going to die one of two ways. How? I'm either going to be petting something I shouldn't be trying to pet. Mm -hmm. Yes. That It happens. You, I've been bit several times. and my son. Um, mm -hmm. Or I'm going to catch some weird random ass disease from scraping some of this shit off so, his toys. you know, funny story. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure which. I just realized what you said right then and it clicked in my head. <laughs> Who knew you could catch Parkinson's? <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's how that works. It's just but, funny in my head movies. <laughs> we, were, we were in Florida this past fall and... Um, What's the zoo I went to? That I texted you that I went to, the really small one. In Cocoa Beach? Mary yeah. Island Zoo. Yeah, I went to that My zoo. mom grew up. And it's very, it's very small, very hands on. Mm -hmm. um, and I went over to the, the I went over to the giraffe section, and a giraffe came. I mean, I, you could barely, it ripped my Aww. face. And I went over there and just started petting its neck, and the old lady who was volunteering, she said, uh, sir, you can't do that. I almost said, screw you! <laughs> your giraffe! Get over it! I'm just sitting there petting this giraffe. Again. I'm not stopping petting this giraffe. <laughs> I, uh, I know. I realized what I was doing. I mean, I expected it from him, uh, not from one, you, Jared. Another, another one. <laughs> and, and I'm sure you've seen my possum on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. I showed it. So, so um, I, I, I have. I, I'm, I'm here to promote Comic Con, but I, I never talk. Here we I are talk talking to you, about snakes and possums. Well, I talk to you a little bit, but once again, I actually 
Brandon Griffin, who owns it, is a, we're kind of friends. Well, we're friends, and we met for drinks the other night. It took six months to have that happen. And then talking I'm about like, daycares. Talking about daycares. That's what we should have talking about. Everybody's like, oh, my God, you want to get him to get blah, blah, blah. I was like, dude, we sit there. We're talking about our babies. Yeah, we were talking about, he has a, he has a two-year-old. I have a one-and-a-half-year-old. We're talking about daycares and how much expensive it and is. And weird shits and doppers. And weird shits and doppers. Anyway, I got I got a came in with Chris. He's like, oh, look at her boss. <laughs> So it's what you're saying is you went and met Brandon to discuss all the people that you've booked for Scarefest. That's absolutely it. Yes. That's absolutely it. John because, Aston. Because everyone thinks that the, the uh, fat furry fuck can do that. It is well, not. come on, Kevin Smith. I know. That's a story that we told before the thing. But it's more than happened more, happened more than once. All right. So what made you stop? How do you just get the balls to just say, I'm going to do Comic-Con that one day? That's I was going to say, in college, he was a chubby Billy Ray Cyrus. Go on with your <laughs> Everybody question. had a mullet. Oh, yeah, everybody had a mullet. He had a beautiful mullet. I found a picture the other day of my first speech in college. Uh, not a picture, but the actual vi- I'm going through old videotapes I pulled out of. If you Side note. If you have any 80s cartoons, I need them. What do you want? Like, uh, I'm, I'm looking for stuff that people recorded on Saturday morning cartoons because I want the toy commercials. Oh, God, the toy commercials are fantastic. Aren't they all on YouTube? They are, but they're the mainly in shitty quality. Great. As opposed to that? Well, I, I mean, I, I'm thinking if you get them from source, you, you, it has to be a little better. Than, well, it's a generation than, thing where, it's, oh God, now this isn't going to be fun. We'll talk about we'll it We'll talk about this shit later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 about it after the show. We'll keep getting distracted. But isn't most of that on YouTube? So, anyway, you decide, you just went to Lexington, uh, to Lexington Center and say, I want to put on a show about uh, snakes. And they're like, we don't want any snakes. And you're like, well, how about some comics? And you tell them, well, exactly. it's a free roaming. I, I thought we'd get to know each other and, and they would see that, you know, that I, I wasn't an idiot. And but that's now, they, now they're more convinced I'm an idiot. <laughs> but that <laughs> takes capital. That takes money. What kind of, what makes you ballsy think I'm just going to go rent out the well, convention center for a day? At the, at the time... I didn't really see it that way because I was I was approaching it from the same aspect as we were we were approaching a reptile show, which was, you know, I got to have a little bit of startup money to rent the room, um, but then I'm just going to sell tickets at the door, and it's not, you know, at the time we never really thought it would turn into something like no, this. No, but you had to think you'd at least cover your costs. Yeah, well, yeah, we weren't um, sure. The, the, and the, the night before, sure. the night before. <laughs> the show the first year I had spent way more than I ever thought I would. I can imagine. And, and we were, my sales rep comes to me and she says, how many do you need tomorrow to make it worth your while? And I said, well, I think I need to get like 2000 people. And she said, oh. it was $10 a ticket. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. What's that? Because uh, me and our yeah, other it, best it friend. Actually, it was $8 if you bought in advance or $10 at yeah, the I, time. I paid yeah. the extra two bucks. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As did uh, I. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it I, stood like this for a few hours going, isn't this great? And, and we thought, well, this is never going to work. It's you know? never changed. Isn't this great? Isn't this great? Look around. So I remember after it was over with, the next morning I was like, I don't know what the fuck just happened. Uh, and I called my dad and said, I've got like, I've got probably more cash than I've ever seen in one place at one time in my life. How many life tickets did you sell that first year? 4,300. Wow. Uh, and we weren't sure we were going to get 2,000. Yeah. So that was. So more than double. Yeah. And it was just like, holy shit, we could, we could actually turn this into something. 
And then so the My second going, sorry. Yeah. So no. no. So the second year we just weren't a, weren't afraid of it really. And uh-huh. and and also the second year then the crowd took us seriously. So tickets were pre-selling, people were actually funding it along the way. So every time I made a, another hundred bucks in, in uh pre-sales, I'd find something to spend on, you know. So we, like what do you mean advertising? Yeah, advertising, uh, another attraction, work. a banner, you know, anything to make the thing look legitimate. Right. right. What we were trying to do the second year was just prove that I, I guess that we weren't some asshole that was just trying to throw on you a show. You didn't get lucky. Yeah, so yeah, we were trying to, to exactly. We were trying to prove that there was something there. It from the other perspective of this, yeah, because I didn't, because uh, we just don't know. Yeah, I mean, in literally the first year, it was well, uh, if we get a couple thousand people, we'll we'll break even, and and I think we had what six staff members. How many people did we take? Oh, there? I, I took. We literally was had me and her. And three other people that we thought were going to run the. Oh, thing and what's the, the la- what's the lady's Karen. name that's always with you? The, the- Karen. 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 Oh, she is the, is the sweetest person. I had Karen and Katie, who is Katie is now my full time personal assistant. But uh, and then Bartram showed up and we said, "Come and help us." Yeah, and, and some of my oh, no, friends. Which one's the blonde one? Is that Katie that's, or Karen? That's Katie's blonde. Okay. Katie's real Karen, tight, petite. Oh, yeah, Katie's who I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I saw you all with Karen. Uh, runs admissions now. Okay. Uh, she's just her her husband, her whole family, and I've been friends for years. They also have snakes. <laughs> lots of people. You'll so find bad. lots. This is, you know why? You, so I'm 40. I'll be 41 in March. How old are you? Uh, I'm 43. So this is the reason why we yeah, don't know 43. each other. Okay. It's you and those damn snakes. Yeah, well. <laughs> well, here's what's funny. When our child was like five and the first time he went to stay with somebody who didn't have snakes, he was like, where do you keep your snakes? <laughs> yeah. Because, because everybody, everybody he'd he ever stayed with up until that time was part of our reptile show. Group, yeah, you know? and he just couldn't yeah. fathom and somebody he just not having figure snakes. Figure it out why, why they didn't have snakes on there. You guys are uh, weird. But lots and lots of people around Lexington Comic Con that are wearing a staff shirt also have a house full of snakes. Wow, that's good. That's interesting. That's, that means I'm just not going over to party because almost all of, <laughs> well, not almost all, but a lot of my staff members are people that came with me from the reptile show world. Well, that makes sense. Uh, They're either all high school choose. friends. Yeah. Um, reptile show people. There's so a third group. How do you know Brandon? Them. Not Brandon Griffith, but Brandon, who you work with. Okay. <laughs> Brandon is very serious. We we, we made a, uh, a little, uh, a, what do they call it? A sizzler for a reality show year four or five. And when Brandon professes on camera to them during this thing, how we know each other. And what he says is, my mom and his dad were shacked up for a while. Is that true? That yes. is true. That is for about eight years or so, his mom and my dad uh, dated. Uh, so he's still married to other people? Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I want that to be uh, the story. Uh, I don't know sort of in the middle. middle. Sort of in the middle. Because you and uh, I are from Eastern Kentucky. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when I said you won't get it right to the third time? I wouldn't make any of that. Yeah. Up. yeah. Um, and Brandon also tells him on that, on that uh, sizzler that, uh, that it's real hard to be my friend. <laughs> Why? Uh, it's just a lot of work. Because <laughs> I ever he says every time he comes to see me, I put him to work. Oh, I thought it meant in a different way. No, I, I thought would, it was because you just know like, the situation at all. Oh, no. I, I'm just, no, he comes over and I say, man, I'm glad you're here. I got to go load a truck. Yeah, I, I thought it was more of a non-communication thing. No, no. Oh, no, there's that. <laughs> there's always that. There's always that. Um, I'll give you a for instance. I kept yeah. asking Jared today what time we were supposed to be here. And he said, 6.45. It's like, oh, we got plenty of time. They all looked down. I was like, it's five after six. We got to go. 
And he's like, shit, we were supposed to be there at six. I said, you told me 645 all day long. And you know what's funny is I hauled ass, left work early to get here to vacuum down here. <laughs> and we've been sitting around since six going, well, you know. I mostly had And you. actually, this is what we said behind your back. They're doing us a favor. Yeah. <laughs> what are you going to do? They're doing us a well, favor. That's exactly what we said behind your back. We weren't just sitting favor. around. We were Because I'm going to tag steal. Lexington Comic Con this. I'm going to post it on your page. I'm going to do all those things that... Subscribe to Bonehead. We were we, we were actually on a meeting. Yes, you gave us a panel, center. but we haven't got to that yet. I want to talk about uh, that okay. towards the end. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> back, yeah, so we are doing a, I forgot where we left off. So the second year, uh, who was the guest the second year? I don't remember. Uh, the major guest the second year was Peter Mayhew and Billy D. Williams. Okay, oh, I, yes. was, I was a yes, guest. I was we went to Billy D.'s panel. Yeah. Yes, we did. And... <laughs> Billy D's panel no, no, no. was a disaster the second year because um, they didn't tell me until it was like three minutes before it was supposed to happen that, oh, we need AV in that room so we can get... You remember this? Yes. So I don't we, remember So we can get a laptop in there. And I said, oh, okay. So the, the three minutes before the thing's supposed to happen, fucking the AV guy gets a, a projector in there. So they give me the laptop. Uh, we hook it up, we plug the thing in, and there's I got the video, but I got no sound. Yeah. So how do I get the the laptop into the sound? And that took uh, five minutes into the panel, probably to get it yeah. all working. And the because they insisted that Billy D play this montage, this it was a montage. montage. It was before he, he would. His, he had his own sizzle reel. Yes, it yeah. was a sizzle reel yeah. that they had to play before he would come out oh. and face the people. And then also, I think he didn't want to take questions about Star Wars. No, oh, I don't remember that. I just well, Star that. Wars had been announced about them coming about seven with JJ and the new a new Star Wars: The Force Awakens had been announced, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. It was, and he was talking about if, and I remember him saying, "If you wanted me in it, you need to contact and get on social media and let them know that you want me in it." Do yeah. You remember that? Yeah. I remember that. Um, the guy who was moderating that panel, Derek Mang. Yeah. Yeah. He was. It seemed like he was very enthusiastic about getting that sizzle reel on. <laughs> yeah, he, he's Billy D's agent. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh god, he was he was making such a big deal about that sizzle yeah. reel beforehand, and he would not he would not talk to anybody. And then he played that sizzle reel, and I'm like, good god, that's like something I edited in high school. <laughs> Chad used to be the head editor Derek, for WKYT here in town. Derek, Derek's a good guy. He's he, he's. 100% laser focused on his clients yeah, so yeah. he's yeah he's got a job yeah no, I, 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 I get it and I'm not judging him on that I was yeah, just yeah, like, yeah. he was making a bigger deal about that sizzle reel and I'm yeah. just like so, and, and I was just dumb as a post too I just yeah. had no idea that, that you know that. okay so you, I want to ask you a question I want to tell you a story real quick the first time I actually ever met you so I, I fell into moderating through Petty Star through Scarefest accidentally and I loved it and then I thought, well, I'll just reach out to some people. And I said, well, I go to Comic-Con every year. I'll, I'll reach out and ask them. And then you actually said, sure, I'll give you a shot. I actually remember your exact sentence. Sure, I'll give you a shot. And then you gave me three panels. And then we waited in line. When, and this is before we had our kid because my wife is a huge Doctor Who fan for Karen Gillan. Mm -hmm. Like everyone else. We get all the way in there. And I see that there's some people at the front of the room. And what I do is I introduce myself to the people who run the room. I go, I'm the, I was going to moderate for the one after. Do you don't remember this? Yeah. And I said, my name's Joe Lewis. I never met you. I didn't know who you were. And apparently her agent's there. You're there and whoever's on the room. And you go, oh, you're Joe? Will you do this panel? And I said, I didn't do any research. I'm doing the ones after it. And her agent's like, no problem. She's a pro. She knows what to do. But we have to have somebody up there. Do you remember any of this? 
You Seems like I remember that we didn't have, a, uh, for some reason, I didn't have a moderator scheduled for that panel. Well, you only gave me three. Okay. And that was the... There's it, always there's always this back and forth. Uh, have you have you yet ran in, and I apologize, I should know this, but I don't. Like no, I told you, you I've hardly ever even been to a panel at the, at yeah, the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but have you have you ran into one where they didn't want you to moderate? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Walking Goggins. See, lots of times we don't yeah. know if they want a moderator or not. They don't. Even, they won't. They don't Walton say. Go- was Walton Goggins the same year or the year after? And I, he didn't tell me that. It was your people who said that he doesn't really want a moderator. And I said, okay, that's fine. I said I don't mind doing it. And then he got up on stage, and Walton was. I I, I, I sat there because I I was a fan. Yeah. I sat in the audience, and he got up on the stage, and he goes, I guess I don't have a moderator, and he just started doing his thing and taking questions. And Christy was doing this, go get up. I was like, no, they told me he didn't want one. Yeah, I had a, I had a, and then Jay Muse needed one, yeah. but I had, right? Jay Muse didn't have one last year, two years ago. That. He went way over. Yeah. He went can't way imagine. over. I can't imagine. I, I can't imagine. Loved them. I I'm sure it was not a knock on him. He just went way over. He, yeah. and he's a well, great, he likes to talk. He likes to talk, but... Kevin Smith outed me on Facebook, and I'm not gay. What did you say? <laughs> oh, I got to hear the story. I don't know I'm a story. huge Kevin Smith. <laughs> he told everybody on Facebook. Um, Facebook Live. We were escorting him through a, a passage, and, and him and him and Jay are on Facebook Live while uh-huh. we're walking through this of back course. tunnel. And I'm behind him. Me and another guy are behind him. There's people in front of him. and He, he looks, and he turns the camera to me, and he says, See these guys? They suck each other's dicks. <laughs> and then he turned around and goes right on to us like 7.2 million people <laughs> and I was like oh okay I was like Kevin Smith is one of those people who I'm actually terrified to meet <laughs> I won't even go I won't even go to his really? nicest guy ever I, won't I even, know I won't even pay I, but for we've never met him I won't even pay for an autograph because he is such an icon to me that in high school when yeah. I when I got into film he was what got me in the film. He's him and I met mean, Muse, uh, Brian O'Halloran and I had a yeah. long conversation for the panel. Guy. We hung out. We were, had a great time. They actually pulled me over at the end of the panel to do their picture for their Instagram and Twitter that they were doing for all their cons. I was really sweet of them, yeah. but I've never met Kevin Smith. Yeah, um, I met everyone else in that view. It's one of my top ten highlights. Meeting Kevin. Of he he Kevin came. And Jason um, that night. Kevin didn't want to stay in Lexington. He was only supposed to be here one night for the podcast. He didn't want to stay in Lexington because there was not a hotel with a balcony. Because uh, he could smell weed. Right. Whatever. No, that's exactly the reason. Well, I, I will yeah. say it. That okay. I, have, I know enough about the man uh, to know okay. that he goes out anyway, so he can smoke pot. Yeah. He 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 wanted. They stayed. They put him in a hotel in Cincinnati. They flew him into Cincinnati. He rented a car. He drove to Lexington to do the did thing. Did he drive by himself? He did. Um, <laughs> so... Me and Brandon, you know Brandon's really short. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Derek, I was going to say that. I say, yeah, I don't even know who Brandon but is. Really well, you need to get him involved. Derek is the guy that follows me around who is like seven foot two. You've seen this guy? He towers he, over he Derek. Usually, he's usually right behind me at the convention. Uh, and basically, he's the one that grabbed my arm and said, No talking! <laughs> <laughs> usually, his job is when people. Don't look him in the eye! When, when, yeah, when people walk up and say, Hey, there's something going on or whatever, Derek will break away and go handle it, and then he'll come back to me to give us a chance to handle two Derek's things. Derek's also the only person that I have ever been able to. I don't know, I don't know Derek. He, he's the only one that can yeah. get Derek to eat the whole weekend. Yeah. He's like, Eat! So, uh, you don't have that problem with me. Me and Brandon and Derek are standing on the street watching for Kevin Smith to pull up on the side. Because yeah. he's in a rental car on the phone saying, 
I'm I'm on Main Street or something. So we're yeah. watching for him. He pulls off the side of the street on the sidewalk. He gets out of the car. Me, Brandon, and Derek are standing there. He says, what the fuck? Are they small, medium, and large in Kentucky? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this, 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 That's this is going to be fucking a great weekend. Oh, so man. anyway, the thing I was going to tell you about how, how good a guy Kevin was is he came down and at midnight after their podcast, Jamie says to him, man, it would have been so cool if we could have got you here for photo ops. And Kevin's management will tell you, Kevin will absolutely not do photo ops. We, I, I don't know. We, but really we, we asked, and they said he's he's not interested in doing photo ops, whatever. I think they just protect his image so yeah, hard or whatever. What but, uh, hat, but anyway, so at midnight, yeah. Jamie says, man, it would have been so cool if you guys could have done photo ops tomorrow. And he says, well, I'll do photo ops. I don't care. So... Uh, you know, and basically, he, I'm his trying thing was, to keep cool. He said, he said, well, it's just going <laughs> to help Jay it. make money. I don't care. You know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he yeah, drives he back. The money. He drives back to Cincinnati that night. The next morning, gets up and drives back to Lexington to do photo ops with Jay. Uh, overnight, we pre-sold like 225 photo ops from midnight. I remember that. Well, and it's crazy because when I left them, I was like, Play it cool, play it cool. And as soon as I walked out the doors, I'm running. Dal and Jared on the phone. I was like, we need to get a hold of Froggy. We got a schedule. We're doing photo op. And my fat awesome. ass running, and trying to get no, a hold of me. Anyway, like, so he, he's a solid enough dude to drive to Cincinnati, get up the next morning, and drive back to Lexington and back to Cincinnati. And, and, and then fly out. He's just, Kevin Smith's a solid dude as oh, I've amazing. ever had. That you've ever worked? Yeah. That leads me to my next question. You yeah. don't have to answer it, but I'm going to ask it. Just, okay, so when we have directors and writers and production designers, I always ask them who's the best and who's the worst person you ever worked with. So some people are honest. Some people will give me a lit. Some people have given us a litany list mm -hmm. and have read it out and go back and watch some previous episodes. Love you, Mick. Mick Strawn. Uh, uh, the guy, uh, the guy directed Blade. Yeah. Well, no, no. I was trying to think of who else ratted somebody else. Oh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. Anyway, uh, I, I'm saving all that information for when I'm no longer doing Comic Con. I'm going to write a book about it. Can you tell me, <laughs> Can you give me a hint? But, uh, I, will, I bet I know one of them. But I will tell you. Because he's actually when I've met him, he's been nice. Typically for me, it's not so much the celebrities as it is the agents. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and it's, I understand that. it's their job to protect their clients. Some of them are overly mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. excitable about it. So you're not going to tell me. Uh, I'm probably. Not gonna tell you. No. <laughs> Bill Malone, William Malone, told uh, he directed the, the House on Haunted Hill remake. Just read it out a couple of producers in Hollywood, and they're yeah. really. I mean, I've had a few. I've now, had a few real. But that real being winners. said, ninety. I'm confident to say ninety-eight percent of the agents and the talent we've worked with have been nothing but pure joy. Yeah. That's now, great. okay. So Chad and I have been doing this for a while. Would you believe that of all the people I've met and we've met, I would say at least ninety. Five percent, ninety-nine five percent have been amazing. Yeah, and the five and the other five percent is why I don't moderate anymore. Because <laughs> that's who I got to go. I mean, who, who, really, who, the statistics are pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I mean, tell people they're like normal people. So, like Karen Gillan's a huge star. Mm -hmm. She's just in the horror films of Stanley Kubrick. Well, she and she and I talked about it for a few minutes. She didn't want to talk about Doctor. I mean, mm -hmm. she doesn't mind. Yeah. But yeah. we had similar interests. Most and of them are great. They're just like it. anybody else. Ninety percent are okay, ten percent are assholes. That's that's the only Comic Con I wasn't. I actually haven't. I had something came up and I wasn't able to attend, and I didn't know she was there. I would have actually no. changed my. Who's your favorite panel you've moderated? My favorite was yeah. George. Uh, the George. best one I ever did was George Romero. Yeah. Mm -hmm. now, I don't know my personal favorite, and then he died a couple mm -hmm. uh, while later. But it's my favorite one is because they. I, I have a hard time. I'd like to do more Comic Cons, and I think I'm pretty good at it, or I'm decent at it. 
and I would like to do more. And then later he was at one in New York and they got a, a, a fairly famous director to do his panel. And I watched it on YouTube and I thought, he's, he's, this is boring. He's asking him the same shit about Night of the Living Dead that we've all heard. Yeah. And yeah. Let's find out about the man. Let's go somewhere. Like I was telling you, you don't yeah. talk to Mark Hamill about but Star Wars. Wars. Yeah, Your audience will do that. Get him primed on something else so that you can lead the conversation yeah. somewhere. That's what you're supposed yeah, to do. We worked that right. panel together and he said, and I, and I supported him on this and I said, we got to do this, is that he went to Romero and said, I don't want to ask you any questions about zombie movies. Uh -huh. And whatever, when Romero said, he he said he said okay, and I said, "What do you want to talk about?" He said, "And I don't I don't know. He must have knew he had cancer. Uh, I didn't know it. I knew he was sickly, yeah. but yeah. he was he was smoking Marlboro Reds, and he's tall. He's like six four, six five, and he was in. It doesn't matter. Anyways, I'd like to talk about the ones that got away. Yeah, and I guess he was being, and that's what we did. Yeah. And then the audience asked about zombies, and then he was open to it because he was like, "Oh, I wouldn't mind. I'd like to do a Trump zombie movie." Yeah. And it, and it was just brilliant, but I don't know that he, one. He told he told an amazing story that we never knew about. He actually had a, a deal with Martin Scorsese. They were developing a TV show. They were yeah for Disney for a ghost, Disney yeah. a ghost story for Disney and told, and I mean I was, that was just like one that's one of the best things I've ever. I don't think I've ever. Well, this is about you. Stop yeah. turning this on me. No, <laughs> I just I, those things. I I really hit it off with Greg Grunberg that year. Yeah. He's a super nice guy. guy. He he talked to me afterwards, and he actually gave me a compliment. It was it, I, we we and I, I wouldn't talk to him. I wouldn't talk to him before I left that Sunday. I was a little like I I really thought Grumberg would be a bigger hit than he was at, at the show. Um, I I'm I'm always amazed. There's usually at least one guest that I'm really surprised how many people come out for. Last year would be Matt Mercer. Jeez, because yeah. John Stith, our we all know yeah. John Stith. John Stith, by the way, called me last time when he found out which panels he was yeah. going to do, and he was going, "Oh yeah, Joe, I was looking on YouTube that Matt Mercer thing's up to fifty thousand hits." Yeah. I know, and nothing against Matt Mercer, I have no idea who he is. Yeah, well, I know he does gaming and D and D, and that's and I didn't and I know that. I'll tell you the thing the behind Lex if you know on that we haven't touched on yet. The first year, my son was five. Yes, and I said to Jackson, my son, I said, oh. "So if you were if you wanted to meet somebody famous, who would it be?" Mm -hmm. And he said, "Well, Tommy, the Green Power Ranger." That quick. So I called Jason Frank's karate studio in Texas. And said, I'd like down. for you to come to Comic-Con in Lexington, Kentucky. And yep. he said, I don't do Comic-Cons, man. I said, well, do you like money? And he said, yeah. <laughs> and I said, well, I bet you could make some money if you come out here. He said, man, I'll tell you what, if, uh, you know, if you make me just a small guarantee or something, I, I'll come out and do it. Because I, I, I explained to him that I, I said, if nothing else, you'll make a little money. I'll get to be a good dad. My kid will be happy. It'll all work out. He said, "Well, I don't. I don't really think people will come out to see me at a comic con." I said, "I did an anime con one. They kind of they came came to those, but I don't think they'll come to a comic con for me." I said, "Well, let, let's try it. I'll, I'll make my kid happy." And yeah, and literally, Jason Frank was. is what built us. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I mean, the first year there were at forty three hundred people through the door. 3,750 of them were there to see Jason Frank and probably. dressed like Power Rangers. Yeah. Yeah, um, and I, that is what propelled us to, oh, shit, we got something here. Mm -hmm. um, fast forward a few years later. Fast forward a few years later, I asked Jackson, I said, who should I, who should I book at this show? And he said, Matt Mercer. And this has been. I said, who's Matt Mercer? He said, well, he's a voice actor on Attack on Titan. Because this has been several years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, I said, okay, well, I'll do that. 
took me three years to get Matt Mercer here. Why? Uh, he just wasn't doing many cons and didn't really. He still he didn't like really, money. He's uh, again um, still didn't really want to right. do it. I think he was overwhelmed. I think he gets overwhelmed when he goes to. Con- he he not came in here a bad this, way, but is he an introvert? Uh, kinda. He came here this year. He left with just I'm sure a suitcase full of money, but <laughs> he also left just from hanging around him for very long, probably with the burdens of half of Kentucky on his shoulders. I mean, people were coming to him and just pouring their heart out to him and Crying. oh my god you've you know you've changed my life and and you know I, I was trying to get better and be a better person you're inspiring me and all this and i mean, he was and, to I mean people were coming and too. crying to him and he was crying back with them and wow and and i think it just but i don't think he's done one since and we tried to get him back this year and we wanted to get to, the whole to no interest at all Right. And they his know, wife is no. a voice actress. And He's a voice actor. Several of the other people that are in his D&D game um, are voice actors. The, so, uh, so the agent that brought him here last year has tried to actively book him ever since. He's never accepted a booking since. Wow. So it's that's interesting you say to us, to us because what we get a lot is that we look for a lot of obscure people. So we've tried to book a lot of people who did Muppets, as actually for Jim Henson. And who are the puppeteers? And most of them, the answer they will give, and James has had a lot of experience in this, is nobody wants to talk to us. Well, yeah, we want to talk to you. The first few years, we were booking a lot of random, obscure Power Rangers, and I was finding them working at insurance agencies and things like that. And, And we were bringing them out and flying them out. And they're sitting in a booth and people telling them how great they are. Lots of them, after that, built a a couple year little stint of hitting hundreds of Comic Cons and making good living. And they that's starting to Wayne play out for a few of them now because they age yeah, and where people yeah. get older and then. and and sometimes I think we probably made their life. You know, it made them uh, not not we feeling. specifically, but h- how awesome can it be to go somewhere where you think you're a normal person and somebody says, "Man, you changed my life." Yeah, exactly. yeah. I, that thing you did ten years ago on screen that you didn't think anything about that changed my life. Yeah, because they, they did they did, a, they did a gig for a couple or three years yeah. and they're done and then they go back and live their life. They never think of the impact that they're yeah. having. And that's one thing about TV and film that people don't realize is that I don't think actors realize yeah. or directors are, they are making an impact on young people as yeah. they grow up. So well, and Jackson impacted our life because he's. He, every time we ask him for a guest, he, man, yeah. he picks a winner. Anyway, Matt Mercer, you'll you'll notice I had him at the most inconvenient spot in the convention center for to manage a line because I really did not understand the drawing power that he would have. I didn't either. His panel was much bigger than Chuck Norris's, to my knowledge. Yes, as far it was. As, it was the biggest panel. Because I had. thought Chuck Norris was going to be full, and it wasn't. Yeah, it, it, Matt Mercer's panel was was the biggest panel we had. Um, we turned away. I okay. Sunday morning we opened at at ten a.m. Mm-hmm. At twelve minutes after ten on Sunday we capped his line for the day. Yeah. Wow. We didn't. And it was. And people awful. were uh, people were coming to me crying and oh my god, just let me get in the line. I said he he the line's too long. He won't get through everybody that's here today. And and it was it and was all come back. Yeah, and can't get him back now. Uh, I mean, and, and not anything against him. He's a no, great no, dude, no, 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 but, no. But he's just he. We're not. He's not built that way. I think. We're I not, think he's. Some people are built for that, and some people aren't. And, right. He's just. I know you guys have got to go in a few minutes, so there's a couple of things I want to okay. ask though before we go. Um, 
Is that is that the best thing about we're owning a con? The story you all just told about all the dreams you've made come true. What is the best thing for both of you for doing this? I really love making people happy. Yeah, the best thing is when I mean, somebody. Then why didn't you tell me where the food was? <laughs> <laughs> the best thing for me is when somebody who That's I don't joke. know approaches me somewhere yeah. and says, "Aren't you the guy that runs the Comic Con?" That's your best thing. That's your favorite. Yeah, yeah, but. Then, because you're kind of sometimes you seem like an introvert, me. okay, and and that's like that's so cool that yeah. to know that something that I did to, so I could get a snake show in Lexington, yeah. uh, all these years ago, uh, that people actually spot me in public <laughs> and thank me for that. Well, I'm I thinking, mean, I'm thanking you because you got Charlie Adler this year, and I am so damn stoked about Charlie <laughs> Adler. Yeah. Um, it's just really nice to see that, especially the people with their kids, and their kids are crying and they're they're yeah. beaming because they're so excited yeah. and. You know, it, it's just the happiness that you can bring all these people together and everybody there can find something they love. Yeah, I'm taking my four-year-old this year, so. I have one last Certainly. question. Do you have a question? No, I'm good. Okay, my last question is this. Uh, it's a kind of a two-parter. Who's been the biggest one that made you two the happiest? Was it Kevin Smith for you? Oh, my God, there's so many. But I did really... Kevin and Jason stand out. Yeah. Just because I, I grew up watching those movies. Uh, me too. I yeah. may or may not have partaken in things while watching movies like way back then. All right. Um, I don't know. I just I think they're they're two that probably stand out in my head. Now there's there are several others that that I love to meet, but they're they, that probably probably the top. I think I've taken three photo ops since I've done this with people. That's that, it. Like there's been I think there's three people that I cared enough to get a photo op with. Uh, one was was Jay and Kevin, um, Ric Flair. I have a Ric Flair story for you. <laughs> do, you do, yeah, yeah. And Chuck Norris, Power Rangers, uh, and Ric Flair. And and then, but <laughs> but the person that still today I daily text with, uh, and love him or hate him. Jay, I, I text back and forth with Jason Frank every day. Yeah, you guys went to I mean, something I saw on yeah, Facebook. He right? took me to Harlem Globetrotters the other night. Oh, he took you? Yes. I saw you all out. Uh, wow. I had him signing at my store. Yeah, I saw and, that. and me and him and my son and Jamie and, and, and his Frank. assistant are out at getting little donuts. There's a place in Huntington called Peace Love Donuts. But uh -huh. you know, we took him there to They're get amazing. little tiny donuts. And Jackson happens to notice that the Harlem Globetrotters are in Huntington. Uh, and Jason... Takes us, uh, he said. Well, everybody ought to see them. So we take, we go over there, and he buys us all tickets to go see Harlem Globetrotters. That right down front row, because he buys. He said, "I want the best ticket you got." You know, uh, he buys my whole family tickets to go That's see Harlem Globetrotters, awesome. and I'm glad he bought them because at halftime he looked at me. He said, "This ain't what I thought it was." And I said, me either. Have They're you been to the Harlem Globetrotters lately? I've it's, never been to the Harlem Globetrotters. It, it's not what you My, think I it is. I grew up in yeah. Eastern Kentucky. They were not taking me to see the Harlem yeah, Globetrotters. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyway, it's, you know, it's not what they I thought it was. They weren't taking me to anything. Lexington yeah. was the big city. It used so. to actually be a game, and they would do the dribble things. They're now it's game. like now it's a school program. Sort of. It's more like an after-school program, though, okay. really. It's oh, more like keep kids off drugs. So who's your dream? Who do you really want? Both of you. One person. In the next two minutes. <laughs> oh gosh! And then when we're done, I'm I know one that I have begged for, and I swear, and y'all ask for him all the time. But um, Robert Kirkman yeah. has been somebody Robert that Kirkman? I have since year one. He used to come and just sign shit and okay. likes yeah, yeah. for nothing. From year one to year six. I sent Robert Kirkman an every 30-day email. Like, we're lucky we don't have a restraining like, order. Like, literally. <laughs> it's only been in the last two years that he started actively replying to me. 
and it just has never worked out. I mean, it, it's timing. Usually yeah. timing, yeah. usually something. But now I'm to the point where I send him an email. I don't send him every 30 days anymore. But when I send him an email, within five minutes, usually I'll get a response. But usually it's a he and I razz each other via email a lot. Uh, usually it's some snarky response, which I will then respond to uh -huh. again. Yeah. Um, but he told me the other day, unless I got off the last weekend in March, I was screwed because it's, I think it's his daughter's spring break week usually, and it's also her birthday weekend. So they take her wherever and she And he said, so go. unless my daughter wants to come back to Kentucky for her birthday, you're screwed. Okay. Yeah. So uh, there it is. Everybody that keeps anyway. asking why we're not getting Robert yeah. Kirkman. Who's yours? <laughs> Man, I, I don't know. Um, uh, I think that's just been mine because it's a quest at this point. Yeah. Uh, Michael Keaton, maybe. Oh, that'd be oh, great. That'd be good. Oh, oh, my God. If you don't let me do that panel, I'll cut you in your yeah, sleep. Yeah, well, I don't, I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't see it, I don't see it happening, but... 30 minutes yeah. on Greedy. Oh, I did come up with one the other day. Um, yeah. Crocodile Dundee. I told Jared. Oh, oh, we need Paul Hogan. All right. So, when is Lexington Comic Con? It is March 21st through 24th. And March the 21st is... Great day. I'll tell you why when we're off with it. It's my birthday. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know I'm having this just for you, right? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's your why? birthday present. You didn't even tell me where the food is. <laughs> <laughs> it's going back. It's your birthday present. March 22nd at 7 p.m. March 22nd at 7 p.m. Bonehead is going to have a panel there. Yes, actually. You actually gave us a really good time. I'm yeah. really happy about that. You didn't yeah. bury us. Nice. We're kind of cool with a Friday at <laughs> 7. I actually it. told him, I was like, dude, he could have made this a lot worse. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll change it. Don't worry. <laughs> I appreciate it. Scheduled doesn't print until Monday. Hey, so you can put uh, Chad's name up there with Joe, too. We want to do that side of the point. Okay. Anyway, so, yes, we have it there. We're going to try to do some surprises for you that we actually haven't told the Greers yet. That's okay. The less they know, the better off they are. Yeah. It, please come to Lexington <laughs> Comic Con. Spend all your money. Enjoy your time. It is quite literally one of the best cons I've ever been to and I'm not just saying that because I moderate for them every year I, it, it is it is and nobody Cincinnati's isn't as good Louisville's isn't as good no come to like it is a geek wonderland yes I actually have said this behind I told you I'm not saying anything around your back yeah, yeah it does sound like I'm sucking anyway that being said the Greers suck and I need you to subscribe on SoundCloud <laughs> Spotify, YouTube, Spotify, there's one more, YouTube, yeah, that's what it is, SoundCloud, subscribe, share on your, share on your social media, thank you all so much, Bonehead out. God damn it. <laughs> this is not as bad as you guys thought it would be, is it? No. Uh, um. All uh right. -huh.